right, welcome everyone to the Plug Club Podcast. I'm Kai, and the best Westerns next door. I'm Albert, and I don't like playing Striking Vipers. I'm Nigel, and I have rights. All right, everyone. Yes, Nigel is our guest on the show today. So, of course, you know, we have to give a shout out to Kai Co-Productions and the Awesome 2 Elite Media Group who brought you this episode today. So we got a great show for all of our listeners. Before we get into anything, you already know we got to do our three-piece plug of the week. Yeah, uh, let me get a, let me get that three-piece. All right, cool. So in our poppin' plug, Black Mirror came out this month, or I think last week, right? Last week, yeah, June okay. 5th. Okay, so Black Mirror came out. I can't believe I haven't watched it. I've been slacking because I haven't even started Handmaid's, and I keep talking about it, and I haven't even watched it. Um, also, it's Pride Month. Woo! It's Patrice, all right, Pride. Pride. I know we were going to go to um, the Pride Festival, but it was just too hot. Texas. It's Texas. <laughs> couldn't no. do it. Honestly, if it was this past weekend, I feel like it would have been really great because the weather was Oh, yeah, was the weather so, was nice this was weekend. really nice. Um, Except Sunday. Well, until the hurricane. Until yeah. the mini hurricane. <laughs> Um, but also for our pop-in, um, Jay-Z is hip-hop's first billionaire. I know everyone's heard now. Sure he is. He sure is. Um. Let me just do a little cha-ching for him. Because (laughs) he's out here cashing out. I think most of his money came from... The streets. No, I forgot. Somebody told me. It was a lot from Tidal. Yeah. And from his his champagne. Yeah, it wasn't much from his music. Like, it was a very small percentage. I think music was the same as like his art collection. Him and Beyonce yeah. collect a lot of art. But um, what I noticed with that is, in 2013, he had a song come out, and Beyonce was like, "So my motherfucking husband is a billionaire, mm-hmm. motherfucker." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Has he, I think he's been a billionaire since 2013, but we just now finding out." Forbes probably just yeah. Forbes list. just admitted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they just finally getting everything that he's at, like all his stuff that's been added in the past few years. Mm-hmm. So. I think we just, I feel like his net worth is probably way over a billion. Rihanna on her way. Probably yeah. in the next five years, she'll, she might yeah. be up there, especially she, with how Fenty has been selling. That's yeah. how you do it. You own companies. Yeah, and he owns a lot of different companies. Because I know that the reason why he got, uh, what's his champagne called? Um, um, Beyonce said it in her song. Duce? Duce, yeah. That's, that's Cognac. Well, he owns that too? Yeah, I guess he does. What's the champagne called? I forgot what the champagne is called. It's like gold and a gold bottle. Apparently, like, you know, early, in the early 2000s when they were talking about Cristal all the time and all their songs, all the rap songs, apparently the owner of Cristal was like, I don't want black people, you know, drinking my champagne, whatever, whatever, just like Michael Kors said about his purses and stuff. And that's when he started his own champagne company. And they stopped mentioning Cristal and all of the rap songs and things like that. But, you know, we got to give it up for the black excellence, of course. All right, going into our petty plug um, this past week, everybody, not even every, well, I don't want to say just the beehive, but a lot of people got on this white lady, I don't know her name is, um, for getting in Beyonce's face. All up in her personal space. I guess she didn't really get up in her face, but she did lean over and just kind of in over, her space. Yeah, yeah. She Beyonce looked, looked visibly irritated. Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? I think I made him. Oh, know. okay. Yeah, there was at a basketball game, and she was basically just asking Jay Z what he wanted to drink. But <laughs> Did nobody know what she was saying? That's not what oh, that yeah. Video. Okay. So okay, and I had a conversation with somebody about that the other day. Was mm-hmm. it not too far that she got death threats? That's not. Oh, a yeah, oh no, that's too far. far. No, that yeah. was too far. Okay. Of course, it's too like, far. because um, I really had an argument with somebody. They said, "Well, I just don't think it's that serious." No, that's it's 2019. You yeah, can't joke serious. like that. That yeah. can happen. It happened every day. I mean, I would think that. 
somebody would actually go kill her for that, but just to just to make the threat is yeah. not acceptable. Well, she didn't really Instagram do nothing to when, Beyonce. She just she didn't do anything. I'm with her close. Instagram as soon as like the Beehive found it. it was, I think it had only been like ten minutes, and it was already a whole bunch of bees like in the comments. Oh and wow! I didn't know people was gonna leave death threats. It's not that serious. That's ridiculous. But Beyonce like, was like, you can see the Beyonce moved and like kind of like shuffled over to like get yeah, her out of her she was just kind of like all right. so that's why the Beehive was like. Irritate, like mm-hmm. we were trying to protect our queen, but right from what we saw, yeah, yeah, it was but I wasn't much. about to leave no, um, no bees in her comments. That was at all. the Warriors and Raptors game, right? Yeah, I believe I don't know who won that day, but yeah, the Beehive did Raptors, the absolute probably. most. Um, yeah, probably because what happened to KD? Didn't something happen to him? KD has an Achilles tear. Yeah, I saw something in like the back of his leg, and somebody said it looked like a machine gun was going off in there because all his muscles started spazzing and oh. Because yeah, wasn't he already injured? So why he play? I don't know. Because the Warriors game. wanted him to. It's Game Five. It's the NBA Finals. Let them let Canada win. Just let them win one time. Y'all don't won before. And Drake was visibly faking that he was. Oh upset. yeah, he was that like, was oh, like, oh, he had him on the back. He's like, oh, <laughs> he looked sorry. so fake that he was upset. I was like, okay. Now you see that video of Drake today singing "Oh Canada." They say, why is Drake singing like yeah. he's singing about a girl named Canada? <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Look around you. Look around you. We, <laughs> we created, created this. this. Oh my <laughs> so god. So silly. Um, of course for our other petty plug the little hotel guy i don't know what his name is called or what they've created the hashtag or whatever um but he's the guy that said the best westerns next door apparently he was recording himself talking to this white lady who called him a nigger on the phone and her whole entire family was staying at that hotel but he was like no you can't stay here it's above me now like it's above me that's it's with management you're not staying here being racist and she was like oh and my mom just died and i have a hard time he said well i had a hard time hearing that (laughs) on the phone i thought that was really funny he was like i had a hard time hearing that exactly oh he was so funny and his his, her daughter walked up and she was like so she can't he said no she called me a nigger on the phone and you see the daughter didn't even say nothing she didn't say anything she She was was like like, okay well why can't she stay here no one apologize exactly they just well, had she kinda did. she was like no, no. she only apologized because she wanted that's to say the hotel yeah. that's not family. an apology that's it an wasn't. excuse yeah yeah oh and the, with the with him with him apologizing because of what he said apparently people looked up his tweets and saw that he said something transphobic yeah like lots of tweets and mm-hmm. i really i just don't care like he the tweet happened the video came out and then he was canceled the same day so Ooh, i just Lord. really I really don't care, and Jordan I feel like he's—I think he has said something recently. It's like two weeks ago, and I just feel like he only apologized because he got caught. I don't exactly. really That's accept those apologies That's exactly when why. you only apologize because you got caught, yeah. not apologizing because you feel bad for what you said. Mm-hmm. To be honest, that puts him in the same boat as the white lady that called him a nigger. Yeah, she only yeah. apologized because exactly. she couldn't get that room no more. She yeah. didn't expect him to be at the desk. It's just sad because cancel culture. I mean, what is it? <laughs> but you can't like can't really cancel something that was never started like yeah. he like the video was out and two minutes later they his found, tweet, his, found tweets. his tweets who are these people looking for all these tweets like who? people really just like to go on twitter and just cancel people like exactly. we we don't want to see you come up in any way mm-hmm. so people would really just find mm-hmm. shit like the same people that notice when a celebrity unfollow another celebrity like what right. life do you right. have when you just sit in there paying attention to every day oh, from the efficiency apartment it's not it's 212 it's just those yeah. are the people probably who don't recycle those are the ones who throw the trash <laughs> on the ground don't care about the world we live in but you care about somebody unfollowing rihanna like who cares 
Um, but that was just such a funny video. I watched it several times. It was, it was, very <laughs> it was like, ma'am, it's above me now. I can't help you. I'm sorry. She just crying. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was so funny to me. All right, well, moving on to the political. So in the past month and a half, uh, Dallas has had like 40 plus murders. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in the water. I don't know what's no. in the weed. I don't know what's, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, but DPD has had a hard time. Like, you know, I, I work at City Hall, and so I saw the lady, the police chief or whatever, actually, like, walked next to her either yesterday or the day before that. And um, she just looked real stressed out. I mean, I'm sure she probably is because they don't know what's causing this, you know? And I feel like she's the type of person that wants to figure out what is the cause of that because she got on the news and was like, well, a lot of these kids live in poverty. And, I mean, which, which partially is right. You know, when people are in poverty, they tend to do things for survival. It's summertime is high people started stealing and robbing people and doing all these things but you know dpd is also short-handed as well the police that. force so by like 670 officers yeah really? officers yes. and detectives yeah but the thing is even though they are short-staffed i, I just don't think that really has anything to do exactly with the fact yeah, that there was so how are all these 40 homicides like in a month has nothing to do with being understaffed the police, you know yeah. what i'm saying I, that's just how I feel about it. What has to happen is these kids gotta. Well, I guess it starts with all of us just gotta make a change, do mm-hmm. something different. Yeah. I, well, we just gotta find out where it's coming from. Yeah. It's I coming mean, from the streets. It's coming from the music that people listen to. It's coming from everything you see children. all on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Who tried to get out? Exactly. The ghetto. Y'all out here following Lil Baby and the Baby and them. These niggas are rich. They're not shooting people them up. There's, yes, there's a Lil Baby. I didn't know that. And then there's the Baby. Okay. But the Baby, actually, I like him a little bit better. Than, I can actually understand what he's saying. Better than Lil Baby. No, I think I know one song about the baby. I can't name it, but if I hear it, I know Because Lil Baby is, is when, when, when. Bitch, I'm Lil Baby. That's the only thing I remember of his. That's okay. it. Because when he was at Howard's Homecoming, wasn't nobody getting crunk until that one part, and then they stopped paying attention again. Okay. And they was like, when, when, when. Bitch, I'm Lil Baby. And they started talking again. Like, no one cared that he was up there, and it was freezing that day. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty unfortunate. Also, the weather this past weekend, like Sunday, we had like a mini hurricane for yeah, like 10 did. minutes. It was so I, short. It, was, it was, was short. I had just went outside to cut the grass. Sunny, went inside to take a shower. It's in the shower for about 15 minutes. I came out and it looked like Katrina outside. And I'm oh like, what God. the hell? It was bright and sunny when I went in the shower and I came out and it was like just dark upstairs. And it and dropped I was like, like 20 what? degrees. You yeah. get outside and it felt different because it was hot that day. So we had snow cones and stuff. We got back outside. I was like, wow, it's down to like at least 70 degrees yeah. now. It was yeah. really bad. And there was no rain where I was. Really? Just wind. I think it just dropped right over Dallas, though. Yeah, because like North right Dallas, over. where I live, it mm-hmm. wasn't. It, we just got rain. We didn't get the bad storm like Dallas got, oh, where that, yeah, that crane, crane fell. And yeah. little, where was it? Downtown. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we should pray for those people. Cause a lot of people lost power. Like, my, my parents lost power for like three days. A lot of people yeah. still don't have power. Yeah, that's why a lot of people. I was like, where yeah, everybody at? It worked. I was like, where they at? Today, I think it happened on Sunday, and it was like, we're not getting power until June 12th. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, but what can they do, you know? Them hotels is making money. But they're giving out gift cards to the people affected, like $500 Visa gift cards to oh, okay. the people that are having to relocate. Who, wait, who's giving them out? The hotels? Um, Some organization. Oh, okay. I don't think it's the hotels, though. Okay, okay. yeah, I was affected by this. So you hear me? Like, get this. But I was like, I'm a hoe if I put myself on that list knowing I didn't live. That's unfortunate True. for real, especially uh, that crane that fell through that garage. People's cars got destroyed. Yes. Ooh, People's lives got destroyed. Yes, I think one person died because of it. Oh. Only one? Yeah. That's a blessing. It, it's a blessing, but That's a tragedy, dead. yet yeah. a blessing. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I, I realize that sounded bad. <laughs> <Yeah. my bad. laughs> 
Yeah, like, it was not a tragedy, how I meant it. But, like today we uh, we took the little we took this little boy to the park and like half there was like this huge tree that was like split in half and half of it was on the roads. So we couldn't even go to the parking, so we had to park kind of you know back further. And it was just like dang, like it tore up all of this too. Like and when you see that picture, like you know that picture on Twitter where it shows the big gray cloud and like the rain just like falling right over Dallas, like over the skyline. I guess it just hit Dallas. And somebody on Twitter was like, why the weather machine tweaking, y'all? It's weather tweaking. Weather machine. Oh my God, there is a weather machine, but... <laughs> my friend at work, her husband said it's, it's a weather machine. No, have you seen it? There's that. a real video that creates clouds. Mm-hmm. It I've looked really old, but it, there literally is a weather and machine. If it, it, and ah. if it looked old, we don't know what they got now. Exactly. Look, what I read, because I'm a nerd, low-key on my free time, but they got a machine that microwaved the ozone, and that's how they changed the weather. Yeah. That's what my mom said. She's like, climate change. They can change it anytime they want. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what's real and what's not. Maybe, you know, the rich people are trying to, like, melt the earth and then go live on Mars or something. Who knows? Why would you want to just, I mean, why not just go? Just go. Because they're destructive. We know that. That's why everybody else is not rich and lives in poverty and whatnot. Um, Well, I guess we can go ahead and get into the topic. You know, it's not necessarily the most lighthearted topic but it is a topic we do need to discuss when they see us that came out uh i think maybe like two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah it was directed by the great ava duvernay love her work she did selma she did 13th uh she did a wrinkle in time um i'm sure she's helped with many other productions uh because yeah selma had me crying just that scene when they were on that bridge and the police was attacking them they just wanted to vote you know and even 13th i mean it educated you on how all these black people, we started going to jail in huge amounts since slavery. Like, once they let us free, you did one wrong thing, you're going to jail. That's it. They just kept locking people up. So it was really educational. Um, but when they see us, basically, was the story of the Central Park Five that happened in April of 1989, where this white lady, she was jogging in Central Park by herself with these headphones on in the dark. Like, why would, where, what, where were you going? Where were you going? <laughs> She's going in the dark <laughs> with no one around, jogging. And maybe she did it all the time. I don't I know. I think she did. I think it was like a regular routine, oh, so that's Lord why she felt Jesus. safe. I, I know, but still, you just have to be aware, and you having these headphones on, like, whatever. So uh, she ended up getting raped and, like, bo- brutally beaten. Like, she was, like, in pools of blood and things like that. And so apparently there were a lot of kids that were at the park that day, and the police, they were like, let's go round up all those black like 30 people. 30 kids, wilding, whatever the fuck Wilding. And, and what's sad is that their slang got turned into this whole thing. And what's wilding? What's wilding? What are they doing? And they were just like, oh, we're just wilding in the park. They were just having fun, you know? And I don't know if they were, like, beating up other people. I think some people did get beat up, and they were fighting stuff. But basically, the they had a whole list, and the five that were, I guess, that got booked, um, four of them were actually on that list. One of them, which was Corey Wise, which who had the saddest story of them all, he only went to the police station to support his friend Yusuf, which yeah. is just so sad. Like that was the like like Ava DuVernay said, that's the last day that they were boys. That very last day, and they pretty much grew up in prison. Which is um, horrible. Horrible. I just, I mean, starting with part one, you know, they go to the park. Everybody has their individual story because none of them knew each other except for Corey and Yusuf. Um, so they're all, you know, in their different areas of the town. They all go to the park. You know, they're young. They just want to hang out with their friends. And then, you know, 
they the next day they just so happy. Well, actually, no. Actually, three of them got chased by the police. I know Antron got chased by the police. Kevin, Kevin got did, chased because he, he got punched. Yeah. Which I don't see why he never told them. I mean, I guess he's scared of the police, he's but I child, still would have like, been a, like, the police is and, the one that hit me in the face. But you get you get investigated by the police, so you can't like. Lord, he was only fourteen, so there was yeah. so much of the story. I'm like, why aren't y'all talking? Saying right. why did y'all speak? But right. they're kids. They're yeah. literally they kids. Know. Exactly. They're fourteen to sixteen years old. So I. I can't really judge them for like yeah. not speaking up. There, one of them was fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. So I cannot believe that. Yes. Yeah. It's really just sad that you have to have that conversation with your kids. Because Raymond was in seventh grade, he wasn't even in high school yet. Yes, yes. And the, even the man was like, because I, I while watching, I was like, he do not look like he is in seventh grade. But the man made a comment, it's like, you don't even look like. He was so tall. I'm guessing. And the actual uh, person, Kevin, in real mm-hmm. life, really did Have look you seen older. The, footage? the real footage. The real footage. Is on I've seen YouTube. the real footage of Corey. Corey. I haven't Corey's, watched the whole thing because oh it's like gosh. an hour and a half on YouTube. Yeah. But the actor that played Corey really did a really good job yeah, of he acting had to study like he that. did. Yeah. But he was, was he in Moonlight? I've seen GIFs of, and I haven't seen Moonlight yet, which I, I need to watch Corey, it. I haven't seen that movie But yet I'm pretty either. sure he was in Moonlight too um, as a teenager. Um, but yeah, he's a great actor, obviously. Like, if he played even older Corey, the rest of them had like different actors. Yeah, I noticed that because yeah, that was, was like, how do you do that? The whole, like, because some of the actors kind of didn't look like the younger version of themselves. Mm-hmm. But he, I was like, especially Raymond. I said, ooh. Which one was Raymond? <laughs> Raymond is the, the Latino one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he got out of jail. I said, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk oh, about well. that because I was right. like, oh, okay. Um. He looked completely different. I mean, he still looked like. I guess I guess maybe they're Puerto Rican, so they look like I mean, he Hispanic looked, and black. Yeah, but kinda. I was like, oh, okay. Ooh, child. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the first one to get out, I think, right? Raymond, Raymond and Antron were the first ones to get out, yeah, I think. Okay. And and Kevin, no, cause one of them got out like a few months before the other one. I can't remember. Yeah. I, well, I was watching it because I watched the last two episodes last night. Mm-hmm. I had to keep pausing it because I was like, "This is too much." Like, oh yeah, this is really it got more intense off. as as and it moves yeah. forward. It gets more intense. I think um, we'll go back to part to part one when they had them in those interrogation rooms. Like Ava DuVernay just just did such a good job with that because I love detailed stuff like that because we all know that oh they were coerced into saying these things. But when you watch it as it's happening, also even watching the actual tapes of them sitting there admitting to raping someone. I mean, my whole thing is I'm so mad at these stupid ass jury people. Like my, my mom said that cause I never got in jury duty, but she says that she doesn't like the reason why people don't like jury duty is because they have to miss work and stuff like that. But people are just I not mean, you honest, get paid, but it's like, they're not, biased. it's not compared to what you get in real life. So exactly. But people are biased anyway. Like she said that, um, she had to go, um, to, to jury duty for some case about, a man apparently he molested a five-year-old that's what he was being charged for right that's what the whole thing was about and they ask you are you biased to a situation like this and everybody was like yeah my cousin was molesting da, da, da. so already you go into it thinking i don't like this man because i think he did it but you don't know if he did it or not yeah they say that you're innocent until proven guilty but obviously that's not the truth obviously especially with someone that's black or hispanic and apparently the guy was hispanic and he didn't speak a lot of english so you know all the white folks are like well he's not even supposed to be here so yeah take him to jail like <laughs> with no, with no evidence nothing like the trial hadn't even started yet and so already when you think about juries i mean i know that there were black people on that jury but my whole thing is y'all sat there and watched some tapes there was no evidence no evidence evidence. they all had identified the rape happening in different parts of the park except for where it happened like yeah they sat there and said well uh even Corey's oh so sad i mean who would honestly admit to being like this is my first rape 
and this is my last. Like, who yes. would really believe that? Yes. That he and really did that? Exactly. That was, like, really sad to watch. <sighs> but they just wanted to go home. Like, they, they had been in there, home. I think, yeah. like, 42 hours. Oh, So, Jesus. they was like, I'm just... Mm-hmm. They told me if I say this, like, I don't care what I'm saying, I get to go home. Like, I just want to go mm-hmm. home. And Kevin was like, his sister was like, no, I'm not signing this. And Kevin started crying. He was like, I just want to go home. Can you please sign it? No. I would have been like, yeah, no, yes, you're not doing but, this. And then she felt bad. Like, remember the episode, I think it was the third episode. Oh, she had to visit him in jail. Yes. And yeah. she was like, it's my fault. You in here. She's like, I feel bad for signing that. And, and he got knocked in his eye. And they thought that she scratched him. Like, come on now. Like, yeah, like oh, gosh. Um, you know, everybody's been talking about Linda Ferristein. Like, she put an article on the Wall Street Journal. Why did yes. they let her do that? Yes. But you know, I'm not surprised because the Wall Street Journal is one of the media outlets that let Donald Trump take out the ad. But see, we're going to get into that later because, uh, you know, white God, privilege. So um, Literally, the top of the article says opinion commentary. Oh, my goodness. Um, just how they were coerced and beat up and all of that. I mean, that's something that happens, unfortunately, all the time. I mean, even celebrities, even celebrities have to deal with that type of, uh, that type of behavior with the police. Um, and, and then what made me mad was they found the little DNA sock where one of the guys, I guess, like, I don't know, jacked off in a sock or whatever. But, and my whole thing is, why would that, why would they rape someone and they go jack off in a sock? Exactly. Like, but none of the DA, DNA did not match any of the five boys. At all. That should have been it right there. They period. didn't care. They were black. They didn't care. And I think the city just didn't want to be embarrassed. They did this whole investigation, and it ended up not being true. You know, um, but I mean, it still happened anyway. Uh, it's just sad because watching this, I'm thinking like it's unfortunate that they didn't do anything. It's like, what did they do to de- to deserve this? But I don't think they necessarily did anything to deserve it. You just never know what direction God is going to take your life in, especially with Corey, because. He wasn't in school and he went through all this kind of for no reason, but he still came out of, he still survived, you know, and just like what it says in the Bible, you know, God will put you through things, but he'll never put you through something you can't bear. And he still lived. He could have died. He could have committed suicide. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm not saying I'm weak, but going to jail for something I know for a fact I didn't do. I don't think I would last I, uh, a week. Like, yeah. y'all gonna find me. Especially in jail as a 16-year-old? 16, yes. Oh, goodness. I'm sure he wasn't the, I'm sure he wasn't even in his right grade. He probably was like a freshman in high school. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was really hard. I'm, I don't know how they survived. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm strong enough to go to jail for something I know for a fact I didn't do. Yeah. And it's but, unfortunate because a lot of people do. Yeah. Especially black and Hispanic people. It's just... It's just so sad. Um, but going into, oh, back to part one, Antron's father. You know the man with the slash on his face that was in the wire? He pissed me off. But you see how so. scared he was? Because he'd been in jail. See, we didn't yeah. know he had a record until he said, oh, you got a record too. And see, that's so sad because he thought, well, you got a record too. So, of course, your son did this. You know, and, oh, so racist. But you see how scared he was of the police? He yeah. didn't even know what to do. That's why he was like, just do what they say, do what they say, do what yeah. they say. Just because they threatened his job. He said, well, how long you been working there? Well, do they know that you did a bid for this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. They threatened his livelihood. Yeah. And made him basically pick between they did money to, to, and his kids. To Raymond's kid. daddy, too, the Hispanic daddy, they did that to him, too. He said, well, he said, I got to go to yeah, work. He yeah, said, his whole well, thing, when he went to the uh, police office, whatever it was, he's like, I'm late for work. Like, can, can I just get my child? Like, yeah. he was like, I need to go. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Antron's father... Um, cause I watched the interview of the actual, you know, the real ones. And he said that him and his daddy's relationship would, it was just never the same after they said my daddy was a, was a coward. He was scared. He said, I lost respect for him, which of course I don't see how he wouldn't, yeah, you know, you're supposed to protect left. me. Like when he was going to, um, court, 
Mm-hmm. And his dad didn't get in the car. He was like, you not going? Like, Yeah, it's like, what was his daddy doing? I guess maybe he felt ashamed to go. Or yeah. maybe he just was so scared. Because he clearly was scared by the police. Yeah. I know he was. And so, um, you know, he got sick years later and all of that. And, I mean, that was kind of a sad story. But it's unfortunate that the I think he was like the only dad besides Raymond's daddy that was actually even there. You know, that was actually in the household. Because yeah, Yusef's daddy wasn't there. No. Corey's yeah. daddy wasn't there. Um, and I forgot who's the other one. Oh, Kevin. Was his dad? I only remember seeing his mom and his sister. I don't think his dad was Yeah, because there was a lot of girls and women with him at the mm-hmm. table when mm-hmm. he was uh, in jail. So I was like, I don't think his dad was an image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it was, it was really sad. And I just, it was just sad. That's it all was really, really I can say. Um, so at the end of part one, that's when they actually went to jail, right? That yeah, they all got when, arrested. Okay. And like... I did not plan on watching this at all. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was like, I know how I feel about stuff like this. I, it makes me hate people. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not going to watch this. But then my coworker asked me last week on Monday, she was like, are you going to watch it? I was like, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I yeah. went home and I started the first episode. And it didn't make me feel like I thought it was going to make me feel. I wasn't mad because I was able Until. to separate reality from fiction. And I was like, what I'm watching didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't really, they didn't word for word say these things. Like, yeah. I don't, we don't but really be, know. But it, it did yeah. happen to them. So I wasn't mad like I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then the second episode, I Oof. was like, okay. And then I think it was at the beginning of the third episode, they had like a radio plant. And it was like, yeah, these thugs were in the, uh, no, these gang of kids. No, they even say kids. So it's like, these, this gang was in the park. And Wolf, I'm like, Wolfpack. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, they're not, it wasn't a gang. It was just 30 teenagers like playing in in different groups they weren't even all together the first 10 seconds of the third episode really pissed me off and i was like okay this is and see for everyone else like i've asked like my uh mom and like her friends yesterday at church they they were all there they were in college when this happened they were like i mean as far as we knew all the way down here in texas we just knew that's what they said they said that they did it there was no you know they didn't this was pre-OJ and see OJ's trial was on camera and was in front of everybody could watch it it every day first big uh, like celebrity um case or something case like that, like that. Yeah. how much money oj had how much influence oj had i mean that's true but it was actually on tv if they would have watched this actual trial on tv showing that the dna didn't match i mean they, they didn't have cameras in the courtroom yeah. back then so everyone else wouldn't have known to themselves you know the jury that's something it's different but everyone else like, especially for those who had common sense would realize okay that don't match that don't match and they didn't even identify the rape in the right part of the park are you kidding me so they lied about that but they telling the truth about the rape that yeah, didn't make sense to all me. blamed it on it's not each <laughs> other. They never said that they did it. They was like, I saw him do him it. Him do it, like, him yeah. do it. Yeah, and they don't yeah. even know each other. And then at the end of the first episode, they was like, ah, I snitched on, I said, not mm-hmm. snitch, but he was like, I lied on you. I man. lied on you. That's what they said. And they all was like, well, I lied on you. Yeah, I, I lied, lied on, on you. you. Yeah. Lied. That was so hard to watch. That it was. was so hard to watch. Oh, it was. It just, yeah. The bad part is, it still looks like that in our community today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I one thing that what was the lady with the curly hair, the other white lady? I really love the actress. I uh, Vera, um, I don't her last name's already F, but I really love that actress. So as I was watching this, I didn't know who who her character was gonna be. So I was like, I really hope she is on their side. But and she's she ended smart up not enough. Being, she knew what she knew what she was doing. She knew. Yeah. So I did knew. not. Um, what is her name? Her name on the show was Elizabeth. Uh, I do not know how to pronounce her last name. Is it foreign? No, it's just. That's her. Letter, Ler- yeah, letterer. That's like the. Yeah, I don't remember hearing it, so I cannot yeah. say it. Elizabeth Letterer. Yeah. Yeah, that's who she played. But I think she was actually the actual prosecutor. Now that I think about it, because she was the one that was actually in court, not Linda Fairstein. But she said something that was actually very key to 
then and now and just all of America, she said that this is not about justice, it's about politics, which is about survival. And it is. I mean, even when you think about now, politics is about survival. They don't care who did what. Even uh, Annalise Keating said it's about who could tell the best story. Fuck the truth. Yeah. Who who cares who it really Carrie was? Carrie Washington was really good at that. Carrie Washington. Oh. Olivia Pope. Oh, Olivia Pope. Yeah. Right. She <laughs> said it doesn't Pope. matter what the truth is, yeah. which is is unfortunate because you think you can have and you think you could have just the littlest bit of trust in the justice system. Nope. I mean, as black people, we already know some bullshit, but everybody else, you know, you would just think you could trust it, and it's like they just keep letting you down and. They keep lying, and you just don't know who's telling the truth anymore. It's well, like, it's just it obviously one-sided. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is, it's obviously corrupt all the way through, but yeah. there's enough space for a certain people that's privileged to slip through the cracks. Yeah, plus she said there's nothing fair when it comes to survival, so I guess that's true. If you are the most privileged and you have the most resources, of course you're going to always end up winning. It's, it's unfortunate, but, I mean, it is the truth. Um, it's just that, you know, what Ava was saying the other day on some show she was on, she was just saying that this system wasn't created for us. Y'all it are surprised and y'all are outraged now that this happened, even though half of these reporters and stuff, they were in their early reporting days when this actually happened. And y'all were saying that, you know, they did it. They did it. And y'all didn't really do y'all's research. She was really getting on people's ass. I was like, okay, yes, Ava. Yes, girl. But, um, another thing that was said, um, I forgot what this lady's, Oh, her name is Dr. Pat Spearman. This was in, this was another, um, another case, but she said people born in privilege always want to debate on whether people who aren't born in privilege deserve equality. And I listen, I just kept listening to that. Cause she's like, it doesn't make sense that all of y'all, she was talking to Congress, all of y'all get to decide what the rest of us going to do. It does not make sense. At why, all. why yeah. are y'all doing it? I mean, I get it that, you know, you're on top and you want to stay on top. So therefore you're going to do what you're going to do to keep to, us at the bottom. Yeah, but but why like be so hateful? Yeah. Why be so, why be like this? You know, and y'all call us wolf pack and turds and niggers and we're this and we're that, but y'all enslaved us. Y'all put us in jail. Y'all said we couldn't eat at y'all's restaurants and we can't drink off your water fountain. And we, we, what did we do? What did we do? Like, are you serious? Have skin that does not look like theirs. Like, That's exactly what we did. And, and, and still have sex with us and still have mixed babies. Yeah. And still <laughs> breed with us. Like, I'm confused. Like, oh my gosh. I'm not going to lie. Of course, this is going to make you just, I don't want to say it's going to make you hate white people. It's going to make you just hate the government. I mean, that's why I didn't want to watch it. That's I didn't say that, but yeah. that's why I don't watch stuff like this because it makes me dislike white people. I'm not gonna say hey, it makes me dislike <laughs> right, white right. people. And I'm just I didn't ha- I didn't because we know feel there's like, good white people out there, but see, course, we need them course. though, yeah. and it's hard to find them unfortunately. Yeah, because as much as we know that you know the justice system is bullshit and this that and a third, unfortunately we need those white allies. Just like even in LGBT, they need straight allies to get things done. You know, yeah. and. It's like I said, it's just hard to find because you feel like, well, if it's not my problem, then whatever. I'm going to tell you what's truly sickening about it is that no matter how cool they are at the end of the day, they still going to be white. No matter how much of an advocate for you they are mm-hmm. or they say that they are, it's something just embedded well, they were in the that they can't really help. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You can't. They can't help it. They just white at the end of the day. They can't and That's understand. not to, you know, that's not to shame anybody for being white because you couldn't help it. You didn't have a choice, but... At the end of the day, you just move a little bit differently just because you got that gene in you. Yeah. Well, of course, I wanted to mention, of course, Donald Trump's contributions to this, mm-hmm. um, which is so funny because Two he, uh, on the, uh, the other day on Twitter, said something about Joe Biden or some person about the black vote. And I'm doing all these things for prison reform, but we got you on tape talking about how you wanted to 
hang and kill children. Yeah. You know, that we have the, proof that, that you wanted scene to do where that. They were playing his little ad or something on TV. His little like interview. interview. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who it was. It was somebody's. I forgot what. Uh, it was Yusef's mama. And somebody and else. Friend. And she's like, yeah, his little 15 minutes of fame going to be over mm-hmm. She said, what is a black? And like, what is that? Yes. <laughs> He's like, I think a black. He said, I would love to be a smart, educated black, black. now. She what? said, what is a black? Yes. Yeah, so when she said that, I was like. And I know that's probably... how they thought. That's how they thought yeah. back then. Nobody in the 80s and 90s thought that Donald Trump was going to be president. Are you kidding me? I know they didn't I mean, think that. We didn't think that shit even, three years ago. We didn't think this was gonna happen. Oh my God, like it wouldn't even like why That's would it cross your mind? Get with y'all stupid ass. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the truth. Four ads, and I think the Wall Street Journal probably was one of them. I know it was. We need to bring back because I think New York was one of the first states to ban the death penalty. We, I think, do we still have that in Texas? I'm of course, sure Texas. Yeah. absolutely, Texas. Texas. So that's nothing to that, us. It ain't going nowhere. But, but to kill someone, I thought you only killed someone if if they if for murder. No, I don't think that's how it works. I'm not. Dang. So they give you the death penalty for just anything? Not, not anything. anything. I think no, but it's uh, at their discretion. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Jesus. And seeing, I, I like the scene with all the lawyers and stuff, and you know that um, oh my God. Blair Underwood, the one who played the divorce lawyer. I think Yusef's mom hired him. Yeah, I was um, like, what? I was she like, had a divorce away, but just yeah. think, these people didn't even have money. Exactly, that's so why. So you only that's can why. get what you can get. Yeah. And I'm glad that, that white man was like, can you just give us a fair fight? Because he already knew what was going to happen, unfortunately. He said, I already knew what it was. Can you just give us a fair fight? And then, you know, the DNA with the sock, he looked at her like, what? Like, why yeah, would you Yeah, when do that, that? Uh, what was it, the doctor up there that slipped up and said something? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? And he did. Oh, she, she looked so like, I, I just can't believe the jury just just really sat there and was like, y'all are guilty. I mean, I get it. And I, mean, I think really what turned the jury was when she walked in and she could barely walk. That's probably what turned the jury. Yeah. Was when, I don't know what the white lady's name is, but the actual jogger, during the trial, they were doing all these things. And honestly, they probably were winning up until the moment where the jogger walked in because she lost all her memory of that entire day. That entire, she lost a lot of memory. She couldn't walk really anymore. She lost um, her sense of smell. She couldn't smell anymore. Yeah, she was so b- brutally beaten that I know, especially the white people in the jury felt so bad for her watching yeah. her like stumble in yeah, there and that was hard to watch that's was that's like, pretty much what that was it that was literally it for them. so who was on the jury uh yeah they didn't focus on that i noticed that they did not focus on the jury at all that's, they like, should have that's we important barely saw, that's like we critical. saw them it was a mix of people it yeah. wasn't just because when, when we first saw them i was like okay i see some black people so mm-hmm. even though i know what's gonna happen I'm like okay i have hope like maybe they're not going convict these kids but, yeah but um, like my mom said people be ready to go home like them the oj the actual the, during the oj trial they had an episode because um that was a whole series oh that love was that so series. good it that was so when so we watched it good. me and i just watched it one summer and we couldn't stop watching it was so good it, that was it. real life too yeah uh, i think my mom said the the uh verdict like came out of the day i was born or something who knows but um that, so, that jury <laughs> that jury was i mean they had to go to trial for like a year and a half you know the oj trial went on for almost two years i think and so a lot of those juries a lot of them like i'm missing work because a lot of people don't get um time off for jury duty because it's your duty or whatever um but a lot of people just didn't want to you know spend more time away yeah. from work so they're like you know what fine just send them to jail because you know though they're that's not their problem so it's not their kids you know, yeah, people just don't care. care. And, I mean, it's, it's tragic. And you would think that people watching this would actually be like, well, if I get chosen for jury duty, no matter what the case is, because these were just five regular boys. So what if you get, you know, one regular man or one regular woman or whoever, you know, like, are you actually going to care about it? Are you actually going to try to not be biased and go through the stuff? I know it's boring. It's, I mean, it just is what it is. What if this happened to you? 
you know, or you your family. You want people to care about you. You want somebody to care about you. And, and, and what's, what's even sadder is and, that everybody in the neighborhood, even their neighborhood, like some people in their neighborhood was like, in their fa- and, in, and in their families, your son's a rapist and yeah, this, this, um, this. And, what's his name? Oh, Raymond. Raymond, his stepmom. Was like, I'm not gonna let a rapist that be was in my Daya. house. I was oh like, oh, my God. I didn't want to hate Daya. I love Daya. She's oh, my favorite character. Hate her, but I hate but, her. Um, just fine. But uh, yeah. when um, she said that, I was like, come on, Daya. Like, can you can you not? I feel bad with him. And and that was I think episode three when I think was him, episode three. Him, Yusef, and Kev and Antron. I think him, Yusef, and Antron oh, got out of jail. I cannot think of Antron's face. It's, Antron it's was the one whose girlfriend broke up with him because he told her he didn't have the money to take her out. Remember? And she hit him with that food and was like, asshole. Oh, the youngest one. Yeah, no, I think so. The, the, Antron's the one with the sick daddy. That's Antron. Okay. Yeah. That's who we, okay. Because yeah. remember, she was like, "You'll never take me out chicken and waffles." He said, "I ain't got money to do that." It was what's unfortunate is um, I don't know if it was Yusef or Raymond, whoever was sitting in there dining with that man, and he said, "Look." You are a convicted felon plus a sex offender on top of that. So you know how many jobs you can't get? Pretty much everything. He yeah. said, even if this man back here, you want to work here at this diner, and that man back there is a felon, you cannot even have a shift with him. Y'all can't even be seen talking to each other. You can't even give food to a child because you're a sex offender. You know, like, there was all these things that they couldn't do. And what was so sad about Raymond is that Raymond couldn't hang on to a job, so he had to go, he had to start I dealing. I saw that when they sat down in the diner, he told them all that. I already saw that coming. Oof. Like, I didn't know what was going to, I mean, this happened in real life, so I could have just looked Yousef it up. Yusef couldn't but do no certifications. He was smart. Yeah, he, he couldn't. He looked so, he was he so, so upset. He was like, I can't when that man what? told him that because he's like I'm gonna teach or something and I'm thinking like you, you can't, can't teach children. like you but Nobody he didn't think 18. about that yeah. like yeah so that was really sad yeah it was um I guess going on to part four which was Corey's story that yeah. that episode was so hard to watch like and what really helped was that they kept the same actor. So yeah. I had been emotionally invested with this character for three episodes already. Mm-hmm. So with the other boys that had changed the actor, mm-hmm. like they grew up. Yeah. But with um, Kevin, Corey, Corey, it was the same actor. They just added facial hair. And for some reason, he's he probably just, in his mid 20s for real. Yeah, but he, I don't know why, he just looked taller and buffered as he, yeah, as he grew up. Grew up. And I was like, this is, I was honestly is this like, impressed. I was yeah. like, how did they do... Exactly. I was like, how did they do this? Like, is they this like his older brother in real life or plus something? Plus, he's the shortest in real life out of all of them, actually. Okay. He's the shortest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that him... He kind of looks the youngest, even though he's the oldest. Him talking to himself in solitary confinement, but I they mean, had his no sister. That's and then, mental illness that just... They, they pretty much give to you. I mean, people get mentally ill in jail all the time. Yeah, I mean, you're in the room by yourself all day. But you're by day. yourself all day, and he's just reliving his life. And, and he's talking, playing that last day where he was yeah. free, and... Oh, it was yes, so, sad. And so when Not his mom, to mention the air conditioner. Oh yeah, oh, he, he was, was in so there. Happy when oh the air my came gosh! On. And just think, that's yeah. the, those are the things that we take for granted out yeah. here living in the free world. We take for granted air. We take for granted walking down the street buying some food. And we take for granted we complain. We bitch and complain about so many things. But he just wanted air conditioning. He in that little chia pet. I really, uh, I'm so glad that he had that one nice. That officer. That was, one nice yes, officer. Yeah. Yes, I see y'all because because mm. I raised, I got boys. And if this was happening to them, I would want to know that someone is treating them like a human. Yes, that's Oof. exactly what he said. And, and he was, saw Corey as a human. human. Yeah, he did. 
Like that episode, one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror was, I forgot what the name of the episode was. It was some black, I don't remember what season it was. But remember that episode where he was like in the army, he was shooting up those those monsters? Oh, I know what episode mm. you're talking about. You know what episode I'm talking about? Yes. And it turns out that they put those, whatever those things in, all of the army, um, I guess those that were serving, they put some chip in their brain all as right. to where so they, couldn't see. they didn't really see yeah, them. Yeah, they saw them as, as monsters for real. Yeah. And so they were just like playing a game and they were shooting them, but these were actual people. They were like a certain race of people they were trying to commit genocide on yeah and honestly is that like literally like what you know the government or white people see black people as like when venom came out everybody was like this is what white people think black people look like walk down street <laughs> like but but the the first prison he went to when mm-hmm. the officer was like let me know if there's anything you can do for me and he was like i, I, I don't know what you're talking about like exactly he's like, like let me know if there's anything you can do for me and I don't even know what he's talking about. Like, what was he talking about? He is 16. This is his first time in jail, in jail, on. prison, whatever. Mm-hmm. So what the hell do you want this little boy to do? I'm like, I'm so confused. And so when then when he locked him in that room with those two men, mm-hmm. I was like, what are they about to do? Like, yeah. did they just beat him up? Did they rape him? They like, probably did. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus. That, and then when that doctor was like, he was like, I and need she, help. She was scared of she him. She was like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I can't help you. Yeah. He's at the end of the hall. Yeah, he just, could probably do something to me. Exactly. Ooh, working in prison seems like it's so hard. Someone but, has to do it, but it seems like that, it's so hard. But that actor was on Orange is New Black, and mm-hmm. he was sleeping with Daya's mama, and I didn't like him on that show. So That was him. Yes. The little yeah, Puerto Rican daddy. Yes, oh, so yeah, I didn't yeah, like yeah. him on there. So to see him in a in a CO uniform, I was like, oh, oh fuck. Here like, we go. I like I how Netflix reuses like their actors from other yeah. stuff like that. That's so smart. Like I yeah. said, Netflix is getting in their diversity bag. Yeah, they, they are. They really are. But um, that officer really pissed me oh, off. Gosh. So when he went to the second prison, and it said, I think it said 400 and like, I think, no, it said 366 miles. And I was like, is that further or, far, or closer to New York City? Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up. I went back. I like rewinded the episode, and it said the first prison was like 341. I was like, damn. So like he... Cause the the yeah, officer told him by the transfers. Yeah, the officer told him like if you get sent, you don't know if you're gonna be closer if you're or gonna be, further. Yeah. Oh, what made me feel so bad was when he got transferred to that prison that he told him he said you're probably going the other way. He said no, my bad luck is over. He is, and and that's what Ray is, the one who actually did the rape. Said he said you have hope. That's something yeah. that nobody in this prison got but you. Yeah. And you you're here for something you didn't even do, and you got hope. You know, it's just so and crazy. Like he was offered parole. Oh, I got a cramp. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh, not a Charlie horse? Yes. <laughs> well, I know what you're about to say. He was um, offered parole like several times, but they wanted him to he was tell the truth. Quote, three unquote. times. Or I don't know if it was more, but that's what they showed on like on this show. And the first two times he pissed me off. I was like, just say you did the rape so you can leave. Yeah. He already been there, done that, though. Yeah, yeah he did. But he I said, last like, time I told the truth, y'all let, you know, had me in yeah. jail. So, so I was like. Last but, time I told y'all's truth. I got put yeah. in jail. Yeah. So I was like, why won't you just say what they want you to say? He's like, I'm not agreeing to say, like, I'm not agreeing to something I didn't do. And, like, hindsight is always twenty twenty, but I understand where he's coming from. I'm not about to say I did something I didn't do, especially rape. Mm-hmm. So, but he ended up staying in there for 14 years, and I just can't believe prison for 14 years. So 16 to what, he was 30? Almost. Yeah, oh that, yeah, yeah, 30, yeah, right that, there. Yeah. His whole 20s, his, the rest of his, his youth yeah. was, was taken. And what I didn't like was... Is was his court scene when they had him up there, and they started asking about school. You know, he was literate; he couldn't read. And apparently, he had a hearing problem too already. 
And he was like, what does me and Mrs. School have to do with this case? You know, I was so how much emotion he had. And the, he was about to run up on it. He said, you lied on me. Yeah, like, when he found oh out he was going to prison. Yeah, yeah, it just, it was so. And, and what maybe, what actually probably made me cry was the scene where he wanted to see his mom more. Every time she came to the prison, I was crying. Every oh time Lisey came to the came, prison, yes. I was First time crying. she came to the prison and he was like, just put some money on my book, just 10 to 20. And she was like, I don't got no money. And yeah. I was like, that that really broke my heart. Because I'm like, she don't have $20 to help her son. Now back but then, was, they yeah, was living in the project. Yeah, she, she probably had two. Exactly. She didn't have anything to give yeah. him. And then I forgot what mother it was. She was like, it cost $23 to talk to my son for Ooh, 10 yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You said mama. In the 90s, I can't imagine what it costs now. Exactly. Ooh, but $23 exactly. to talk for 10 minutes. Well, you know, niggas got cell phones in jail now. You no, know, you're right. They on Snapchat. <laughs> they be on Snapchat in jail. Like, <laughs> they how's this happening? Yeah, so, they got puppies in there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's true. Hey, but it costs like. 20 milks and two packs of cigarettes to even get a... No, nah, I'm just... No, you know, you, know, you know what pissed me off, though, was when he said, what can you do for me? And he was having them buy stuff out of commissary. You had him getting beat up over some cookies. Some fucking over cookies. Some, over some, some Snickers. Yes. <laughs> Noodles. Uh, it was crunch. It was crunch bars. I'm That's like, what you had him getting beat up over? Yes. I'm like, like what? But you got to understand that, like you said Prison earlier, you take, that shit, for, you take that for granted because you out here. Mm-hmm. When you in there... Those are the small shreds of humanity that you got that's left. That's right. Ooh, Snacks. That's right. Hot Cheetos. And when commissary come around, niggas be in there making cakes and shit mm-hmm. yeah. out of out of like duplex cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, hey, <laughs> they be figuring out how to live life in prison. That's but, true. I guess it really is about survival. Um, What I was going to say was, oh, yeah, I guess we can maybe even discuss, like, your experience, because you've had the most experience with the, I with mean, the law out of the three of us. I mean, obviously, we were all my experience, anyway, but... I wouldn't even, I mean, it doesn't compare. Of course not. At all. You know what I'm saying? But I can, I can say that I've been uh, profiled by police officers. I've been harassed by police officers. I've been to jail a couple of times, you know, and... The very first time I went to jail, I was a freshman in college. And after that, you know, that one incident just for a doobie, like it wasn't it wasn't even close to a a gram of weed, Mm -hmm. literally a doobie. And so, I mean, after that one incident, they came to my room at least once or twice a week Mm -hmm. and knocked on the door. I'm like, we smell weed. We smell Mm -hmm. weed. That whole floor, all of it, they smell like weed, first of all. Um, but no, I was going to say that day that you got arrested or whatever that day was, I remember being in the freshman dorm and everybody was talking about how, oh my God, he got arrested, he got arrested. And they started adding all these stories. And that's another thing, how if you're not really there, stories can turn into anything. People yep. were saying that, oh my God, he had cocaine, they had a speed chase. People were there, the most craziest <laughs> shit. I was at the front desk like, what happened? Like, I didn't know what happened. I was the baddest nigga when I, I got right, back. Right, they were like, and, and, and all these people were surrounding you and you were like, yeah, there was this glass door and they didn't give me this. It was so funny. Everybody was listening. What, what was jail like? What was jail like? It was so. It wasn't funny, but just that. Just to go back and think about, you know, everybody making those stories about you, which to me was funny. But I remember like texting you and calling you one weekend, and you didn't get back to me, and I was so mad. I was like, "Ooh, this nigga." Da, 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 da. And you told me that you spent the weekend in jail. Do you remember that? Yes. I was so mad at you, but I was like, "Jail!" Like you were like, you were like, "Oh, I was in jail this weekend." I was like, "Jail!" <laughs> like what? But I mean, you've actually been there, and did they make you? They made you wear the little uniform or anything? Yeah, I'm talking about. As soon as I got there, I got in the tank, and it was white dudes in there, fully dressed in their street clothes, jeans, t-shirts, Nikes on. Mm -hmm. Soon as I showed up to jail, they took my underwear. I was like, damn. 
Damn. Oh, wow. I was looking at underwear that when Raymond, uh, not Raymond, what's his name? Corey. Corey. Mm-hmm. And he was like, strip buck ass naked. And Corey's like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, just looking yeah. like. And they, for real, they don't care. They yeah. don't care. Squat and cough. Turn. And they did Squat that orange and black, too. Yeah. They did yeah. that there, too. With Cena. They made prison look fun after I mean, a while. they made prison look fun the first five <laughs> it's seasons. It's so romantic. After they had that riot and they, that last episode, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Shit is getting real. I did not like the sixth season because it was just too real. Like, yeah. it was too... It felt too much like prison. And I was like, yeah. why don't you see black? It's like a happy it, prison. First, it seemed like it was like camp almost. Yeah. They had bunks and they weren't really in cells. Exactly. They were group and, and then, yeah, so. But you know, the bad part is it, it's really prison. Like I talked to this guy. It's different prisons. I, yeah, different I used to levels. work with a guy that went to, uh, he was in a low security prison in California. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we used to be on the yard smoking weed and we had cell phones, work release. We at the store hollering at bitches. I was like, whoa. Oh, my Lord, Jesus. He's like, I yeah, mean, nigga, prison wasn't that bad. I guess nigga. that's, I forgot what they call, like, level A, which is where they were in Orange is New Black, which is, like, the camp type of prison. But they put Corey and Max. Yeah. They put they sent, them, they sent them to Rikers. I mean, that's that's the one you hear on SVU all the time. And see, we're in a generation where we watch a lot of police shows, things like that. So I would hope that, you know, we would at least have enough sense to be like, uh, I have the right to remain silent. That's the Fifth Amendment. Don't play with me. The problem but is people a lot don't of use people, that. Yeah, people aren't educated. And so what I was going to say is that we really have to educate our communities and our children on what to say to the police because we don't know our rights. Like, there was this video of this... Um, one lady that was getting her braids done, remember they came into her house, these two white police officers, have you seen the video? Yeah. And she was like, y'all got the wrong black girl yeah. on the right day, what's up? Yes. Because they came into her house, she went outside to smoke a cigarette, came back inside, the police said they heard something, but they went, they came in her house. She went off on them, she was like, no, y'all can't do that. She yeah. said, you the police, and you white, and I'm black, and I'm scared of you, get out of my house. Yes. Like, y'all cannot be I, here, I, I didn't invite y'all in, I, get out of my house, y'all didn't find nothing, and I think somebody kept trying to intervene. I think it was she her was son, because like, yeah. she was like, I got this, like, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. And she had half her braids she was yes. like y'all need to get out of my house right now and she's really bold because I mean most of us are scared of the police most of us would probably just do what they say because no one wants to get killed no one wants to get shot like yeah. that like that video of that one boy that they had with his hands up on the I ground I cannot finish that video I don't and, watch videos and, like and that and they brought out them guns and that, that black lady was that like big they ass killed gun. they had like a big she ass she said they killed my like... boyfriend at Taco Bell last year what are y'all doing he didn't do anything he doesn't have a weapon like why do y'all have like what are those? I guess not machine guns, but what are they called? Like the automatics, I guess. Um, no, they're called rifles. Rifles, okay. It's not I mean, automatic. I don't know shit about guns, but why do you have a rifle on someone that doesn't have anything on them? I've seen white folks fight the police, try to stab them, fight, fight, uh, wrestle and tussle with them, While and a being black person who's at the yeah. same time. twenty feet away, all of a sudden is a threat or is a threat. You know, it's just oh gosh, it's just. I know a lot of people on Twitter are also talking about, oh, I don't want to watch this, uh, you know, um, when they see us because, because you don't it's want black to know the trauma. Truth. And someone said something about black trauma porn or something. It was just so dramatic. And I was like, if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. That's you. But don't get on the internet and just be like, well, I don't want to celebrate black trauma because I want to feel good. And that's the thing that I feel like our generation is so engulfed in always trying to feel good you can't always feel good yeah. you just can't you you learn from pain you learn from those types and this is education like it is hard to watch it's very hard to watch, it was very hard to watch. but the fact like that said, it evokes that emotion in you is just like game of thrones it, it, it may that's that's what it's supposed to do it's supposed to make you feel something so you could do something about it that's why yeah. linda ferristine is quote-unquote canceled now or whatever the case is but honestly like she's crying about how she's being portrayed so horribly but you knew this is what happened you still won't even admit that they didn't do it and there's dna evidence and a confession to prove they didn't yes. that's why we're getting on your ass and you're over here crying about your book deals when these people lost you know 10 years of their lives 
Their That's whole what future. you're crying like, about? Like, they wasn't able to finish high school. Oh, gosh. Uh, Kevin just got his, uh, was um, awarded his GED, I think, like, a few years ago. Like, 2014? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And you just took their innocence from them. Just yeah. took it like it's nothing. But you get Brock Turner, who was on tape raping somebody behind a dumpster, who was unconscious. I mean, he only did it for two minutes, because that's why he shouldn't be... But three months of prison? And there's video evidence the of you? The judge said he should not be punished for the rest of his life. Just like R. Kelly, that's you because appearing of something on a girl he only in a video. Two like, like, there was no proof, and they get to go to jail, but there's proof of y'all doing it, and y'all don't get to go to jail. Because I think um, R. Kelly got off again, like, in the past couple of weeks. Like, he went to jail. I mean, not went to jail. I went to trial for some real stuff. Quiet, like, Lisa, I don't know what happened with him. If he would have went to jail, it would have been cameras everywhere. Right. I don't think he went to jail. I need help. <laughs> Y'all killing me with this shit. That was the funniest thing I've ever oh seen. Oh my god! When SNL I said, why, we did that. Why? But it wasn't even as funny as the real one. I was like, why is he going off like this? Why are they even allowing him to do this? Why? Why are they doing this? Money. But see, I really don't have that much money. You don't have money. It at ain't all. no. He went to the bank and they had like twenty dollars in his account or something. It's not about him having money. It's about how much money is getting made off of him. Every time they do an interview of R. Kelly. Who tunes in to watch it? The whole fucking country yep. because everybody want to know what happened with R. Kelly. Even though we already know. Exactly. Yeah. But wow. that ain't stopped nobody from watching it over and over. Not in real life, not on the boondocks, not on YouTube. I mean, hey. Well, I'm going to just say that these things, I mean, it's sad that, you know, life just isn't fair. Honestly, if we can just... Yeah. And- um, the man who actually did the rape, was he actually in prison with Corey? Yes, Reyes was the one that fought with Corey. Remember over the TV? Yes. That was him. And he was I, the one, like, you had hope. And see, when he talked to Corey after that, he said you had hope, that's when he co- he confessed to it. And that's when they got released. Yes, and then they was like, They happened to be in the same prison. Everybody me, that's, that that's God right there. their case worked on his case because he, he admitted to, what, the four of the rapes he did that summer Yeah, because he pushed some girl off of... He pushed some girl off a building and then he killed the pregnant lady he raped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they was like, if y'all would have just asked him, he would have admitted to he doing it. He would have admitted to it. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, he was doing these serial rapes at the exact same time. And didn't nobody think it was... It, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. They didn't care. They didn't care. Well, I know in 2014, uh, they, they were exonerated in 2002. And then in 2014... The city of New York split forty million dollars. Forty one million. Forty one, yeah, forty one yes, million dollars between five people. So they I got about eight it. each. They got, they got eight point two. But what the fuck is eight million dollars going to do? I mean, yeah, I mean, it could buy you some stuff, but it don't. You just you can't get time back. You yeah, they will never get their time back. They'll never get their childhood back. They'll never. never get their innocence back. Never. It, it's over. Like. I mean, yeah, but for all the stuff that they can't get back, I'm glad they at least got something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what else could they give them? That's what they I'm saying. Money. I mean, I. But they probably should have gave them more money than exactly. that. Exactly, they gave honest, them each eight million dollars. When there's people out here getting millions and millions for whatever other reason, you know, or what a I'm slip saying? and fall in McDonald's. Oh Lord! Oh my goodness! My neck! Oh my neck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm silly. No, somebody um had got to a car accident and put it on Twitter and they said they made it. They're like nothing but God. Like their car was completely totaled. And then you know, um, Chuck the Q that's on Twitter. Yeah. He was like, nigga, if you don't lay down on the ground and pretend like you hurt. <laughs> I saw a video a few I years can't. ago. This black boy, um, he bumped into this woman. 
So he went up to the window mm-hmm. and asked her if she was okay. And she was just like <gasps> yeah, going back and forth. the one that said she touched him. He was a little boy. He was like. No, it wasn't a little boy. This is like a man. Like He was around oh, like 20 okay. or something. And so he went up to the window and just asked if she was okay. And she like going back and forth like, I can't breathe. And he's like, bitch, I even hit you that hard. Like, like you over here playing. He was like, bitch, I don't have time for you. No, like, I saw a video of this mom with her. She had like a baby girl and her son had to be like maybe six years old. They were at like a bodega or whatever. And she, he kind of, he was walking. He kind of bumped into her back and she turned around and and she was like, he was trying to sexually harass me and t- sexually assault me. It was like a six-year-old boy. Like, he wasn't even... Yes, this was like last yeah, year or something was, like that. That's this the video. I'm talking recent. about, and that I white had... lady was out there with, with the police, and he tried to do this, and all, everybody was recording her, and yep, was like, exactly how could you do about. this? And it's just sad because, like I said, going back to Linda Ferristein, trying to play the victim. You know that's 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 white women's favorite thing is playing victim. What pissed me off is I know that this is probably just said, like, written white on the people. show. <laughs> just written on the show just like for to make Linda look worse like I mean she's already a horrible human mm-hmm. but when she told her oh thanks for buying my books I was like are you fucking serious that really pissed me off oh, and I know that's probably on the set then hip hop threw a drink in her face <laughs> bitch and snatched that blonde yeah. wig and then she's like well uh, the uh, whatever his name was he's just a sixth person and that's why that's why his DNA is all over her but and if I'm no like, one else's DNA is there, how could it have happened? What's she, wrong with and that, you? I forgot what the lady was. She was like, you really believe that. Like, you really convinced you really yourself believe, to believe yeah. that these five well, like I said, America, especially, obviously, white people, denial is it's in their blood. They deny yep. They denied killing all the Indians. They try to sell us a story about Thanksgiving. I say this every week. Like, it's so sad. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, <laughs> the, the denial is so strong. What's even sadder is that with all the rest of us being in America, you know, people of color, we have, unfortunately, we get some of that too. You know, hate and stuff like that is contagious, unfortunately. Yep. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of people thought that, you know, they really did it. Even that one, even um, Antron's girlfriend that got mad at him for not taking her out, she was like, you a fucking rapist and da 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 and all that shit she off. said. And yeah. He looked she at her really like, Bitches. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, I'm not gonna spend money on stuff that's not important. Like, do you not know what I just went through? You know, yeah. that he didn't end up marrying her or whatever. Because um, I think he had like six kids by his actual wife. Kevin had two. Yusuf had 10. Ten. I was but like, he's Muslim, he did not miss so. a beat. Oh, no. <laughs> 10 kids. Ten he got married right after he got out of prison, too. Like, yeah. But, I mean, that's that's what they do in, in, oh, I'm sorry, Muslim. That's what they do in their communities. They grow up and they get married, especially the women. You're meant to be a wife, basically. Oh, yeah. When when he found out he couldn't be a teacher and be an educator, he was so yeah, smart. Seeing, so the smart. He was really in good, private like, school at the time when he first got arrested, right? The actors were really good. Like every, oh yeah, the acting, the young acting, like the young kids that played the younger version, and then the older ones, except for uh, Corey. Corey still did an amazing oh, job yeah. the entire time. Oh yeah, but every actor did a really good Nisi job. Nisi playing the mama. Nisi, oh, oh we didn't talk. Okay, you about say yeah about his sister about Corey's um, sister Marcy, Marcy who right. was trans, and it's what was so crazy is that you think stuff like you know it says there's nothing new under the sun, nothing. Yeah, you know? like that. I, that really shocked and me. And I thought, because... and I thought she was a girl when I first saw her. And like they called her like you know the f word. And I was like, wait, so is she trying to be like a boy? I was like what happened? When Nisi was like, has your brother come uh, came to see, come to see you? And yeah, Corey like, was like, which one? And she was like, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so it's, she don't like this uh, her this son. Brother. And yeah. so then when they was outside talking, and uh, Marcy was like, promise me you gonna do better. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a physicist, but I was confused. I was I like, was confused too because like, he said, Hey, what's up, big bro? And I was yeah. like, That's a girl. 
I, I didn't know. I, I didn't. I was confused. Mm-hmm. And so then when she came and Nisi kicked her out, that scene was like very emotional because she was like, "Get the fuck out my house!" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "At least I am. I am a real woman." And Marcy's like, "You are sick. Like you are very sick." Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm sure that's how a lot of, especially back then. I mean, that's how people's parents reacted. What I read was that the actor who played her, she she ended, she had to go to um, a house when she was 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what what those houses called, but she had to go to one of those, and she had, it was a lot of other transgender people mm-hmm. like her. Mm-hmm. And she said she didn't realize this until when she started filming. But she actually met Marcy's sister because I think Corey has another sister that mm-hmm. was trans. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I actually met her sister and. I didn't never met Marcy, but I met Marcy's sister. So mm-hmm. she was just so Marcy was weird. murdered, right? Yeah, she was murdered. Yeah. And they don't really know how. And it was like, how do they not know how she was murdered and like what happened? Yeah. But it was like, a lot, when a lot of trans women get murdered, they get misidentified. They say the wrong name. So it's not yeah, kind of hard lot to find on. information. It's just a lot. On how they passed yeah. away. And I think with, you know, in this generation, with us like actually celebrating Pride and things now, you know, hopefully by the time we actually get to be older, they'll actually like figure all this out. I mean, I can see why it is confusing for everyone just because they come out already like, this is not how I'm supposed to be, yeah. you know? So I can see why all of us are kind of just like question mark, question marks. But, you know, like I said, hopefully they'll be able to find a way and find a system as to where this can kind of be figured out. Because you don't really know... Like I said, it's just so much, yeah. so much going on. Like you said, them being misidentified. Okay, were the, you know, was she identified as Norman or was she identified as Marcy at the time of yeah. her death or whatever? You know, did they have their social security cards changed? Did they have all these things changed? Yeah. Like, yeah, um, yeah, that that that, that scene was really yeah, good. Yeah, that scene when uh, Corey found out and he was like, "Don't nobody care about me." And then the officer, the who officer actually, hugged yeah, him, yeah, yeah. hugged him, and I was like, "That's really nice." And then they showed Marcy over there, like just looking like. No, I knew it was hard. I was like, this is like so beautiful that yeah. they did this, like mm-hmm. showing that he like she's still there with him. Yeah. Oh so. gosh. And and just the whole family, not even just Corey. Corey goes to jail for something he didn't do. Then, you know, Marcy has to grow up in this world and, you know, she's trans and it's just like the whole family. And even the mama who was a was a drug dealer at you know, from the house, she was oh, like, yeah, I that's mean, what you Marcy up here slinging her. dope at the house. Are you yeah. kidding me? And I like how she turned her life around because one of my the scene I really just cried on was the scene where Corey just leaned over a thing and tried to touch his mom yes. after she said she got saved and everything. He's like, You look good and everything and he just all he did was touch and they were like, Wise and she touched his hand. They had to pull them apart. And he was screaming. It was oh, it was yeah. So and she's like, I've been saved. And she actually called Marcy by her name that, mm-hmm. that she wanted to be called by. Yeah, and I was like, that's like so much growth. Yeah, it's just sad that Marcy wasn't able to see that yeah. while she was alive. That yeah, you had to. She had to wait till she was saved to finally call her daughter right. by what she wanted to be called. Mm-hmm. So that it was sad. It was really sad to watch that. But it it shows how many layers there was to the story. Plus. Like uh, Ava DuVernay said, she said not only does incarceration infect the ones that actually were incarcerated, but the families. The family, yeah. Kevin's yeah. sister felt bad. Even though I did like that one scene where he was telling her about um the guy that she met at work. You yeah, because I was that, so that ready one little for bit her. of happiness, you know. And she's like, I said no. And he was like, you said no. <laughs> like, why did you go out with him? But the sister and then, I mean, Antron's parents, his, his daddy, his sick daddy, yeah, and then the mom. Yeah, because he left and then he came back. And then yeah. when he came back, it was right around when... um. Kevin got out. Yep. And, well, Antron. Who was it? Antron. Antron. And he Antron, was like, yeah. tell his mom, like, of course he came back. He's sick. Like, he need help. Like, that's she why. She said sickness and, and health. She, but she was like, this is what, this is. What marriage is. And, yeah. And he and was you know, mad about that. know nothing about that. Because, I mean, yeah. that is what the, the vow said, no matter what. And I guess they didn't officially get divorced, so technically they were married. Yeah. And, of course, he couldn't understand that. He's like, well, he left us. She said, yeah, but 
I'm just going by what I promised to do. Yeah. And um, Yusuf's mom was really pissing me off the entire series. Yeah. Because she, 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 she never really said it, but she was like, my son is better than all your kids. That's basically, basically what she yeah, she was, was the one that was in off. private school. Yeah. Yeah. But that was literally what she was saying without saying it. And mm-hmm. Nisi. Uh, not Nisi. Uh, and the crazy part that? is, yeah, Nisi yeah. was Corey's mom. The crazy part is you didn't even realize that Corey went down there to help your son. Because exactly. your son was on the list, not mine. You know, yeah. and, well, Yusuf didn't do this. And you I mean, they got a all for didn't him do it. And, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I can understand why, but if it was my job in this situation, I kind of would have a shirt, too, for my child. I mean, it's of course you're going to go harder for your child. Of course. But there's no but, reason for you to try to, unless there's any, I mean, obviously there's no proof that no one did anything. So why not fight for everyone, kind of, you know, yeah. but... I mean, that's just what was going on at that time. Um, and it's unfortunate because I guess Raymond's mom wasn't in the picture at all or she at passed all, she or whatever. They didn't no. really say what happened to her. I know that the grandmother, the grandmother must have already passed when he got out because she wasn't oh, there when he grew her. up. Yeah, she, she couldn't speak English. Um, oh, it was just so sad. Yeah. I, I like that he kind of had some redemption even though he ended up going back into jail. Uh, for dealing oh drugs. Oh my God, his stepmama called the police. I thought she was playing. Like, I didn't think, I thought she was just... Like, so she just called the police on him to send him back to jail. Yeah. My whole thing is the daddy didn't do shit. Like he kept trying to stay in the middle. I get that's your wife, but my son has been completely traumatized. Have you lost your fucking mind? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he already but, went to jail for something he didn't do. I get it. He's 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 dealing drugs, whatever, whatever. But, but everybody on his block is doing that shit. And if there's nothing, if the police ain't coming up to him, why would you do that? But yeah. I think she just wanted him out the house. Of she just didn't want him to be there. Yeah, she didn't at all. But I can understand, like, that's his wife, and then this is his son that's just coming back in the picture out of nowhere. Not out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but she never met him. I liked his daddy. He kept talking to him on the phone. Yeah, I loved that they had a relationship. Like, they continued to have a relationship when was yeah. on the phone. And I think, yeah, I don't know if any other, like, kid really talked to their family like that. Yeah, if they did, Raymond they didn't was, show it. Yeah. But they really showed Raymond continued to talk to his, his dad daddy. the entire time he was in prison. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great. I ain't gonna lie, man. Shit, I'm just- Y'all ass would have had to go. Look, my baby boy is damn shit. I'm finna get on the block with him. Y'all ass the one got to go. He bought him some Jordans and everything. And I, and I, oh I don't even God. think, because actually when she called the police on him, he was already living with his girlfriend. Yeah, he was moving out because he was like, I'm going to move out so tomorrow. So why would you even but call then the she was being, she like, that TV bigger than an apartment. And so she called the and police And I'm taking it with me, bitch. But what? <laughs> what I thought was like really sad was that when he came home, his dad was like, oh, I got you a gift. And it was some underwear and some toothbrush. And I'm like, that's nothing. But to him, that's like, that's that was a gift something. something. You see how he got in got, the shower. He was taking a shower and then they like went down and he had on his underwear. I'm like, oh my God. Because this is a podcast I listen to and it's called Ear Hustle and it's about <laughs> people. Oh, I've heard. I've heard. It, it is really good. I've been mm-hmm. listening to it since it's been out in 2017, but they're in the fourth season. But they it's they record in the prison and all that but one of one of the hosts recently got out so they record outside the prison like different prisons and then inside as well but one thing is they take they wear their underwear in the shower like yeah, that's they something got to. they do yes yeah you got to and that's Aww. just yeah even that. in county you wear your underwear in the shower and yeah. you wear your crocs too you wear your you wear your shoes too yeah you don't get in that shower you basically get in the shower fully dressed cuz if you don't it's really dirtier than you know, just, just not bathing. Yeah. it, but I just thought that was really sad that he was home and he wasn't at prison anymore. But that's what he's been doing. I don't know for the past five, six years. So that's what he used to. So he taking a shower in his underwear. Oh, and it was just—it's like it was heartbreaking to watch. But like I said, at least they got some redemption in the end. And it's actually even good that the story is out again because you just can't silence these things. Even Cardi B got on uh, Instagram Live and was like, "Don't let this just be a conversation for today." 
Y'all need to keep talking about this. Keep keep pressuring people because honestly, Twitter can do a lot. You know what I'm saying? We don't have people have all types of things shut down, canceled, and this, that, and the third. So I feel like if people kind of just keep, because what we can't do is just talk about it and then wait for somebody else. Just like, um, I guess that one summer, I think that was our freshman year of college when Mike Brown died. A lot of police stuff. I remember uh, Philando Castile was that year. All these people, even Sandra Bland might have been around that time. All these people kept getting fucked up by the police, and That's it was like I every week. Aware. Yeah, like, really, I remember every our, week. You're like, our, what? Our senior year of high school, I think it's when Trayvon Martin. Um, Trayvon, yeah, Trayvon died. Martin was yeah junior senior year. I yeah, think. so true. I was I was like okay, and I remember I was like telling my mom because she was like really upset. I think I already said this on the podcast, but anyways. So it was like when I was a freshman and sophomore when I became really aware of all of this mm-hmm. like police brutality. And then a few years ago, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I stopped watching the videos. I stopped watching, like, research. I was like, I can't, I emotionally cannot handle this shit anymore. Yeah, it's trauma. So I didn't, like I said, Just I did not it. plan on watching when they see us, but so many people talked about it. I don't even think I've heard about it before, mm-hmm. like, this Netflix series came out. So I was like, let me, let me watch it to, like, educate mm-hmm. myself. And I'm happy I did, but I'm just so sad that this happened to these, like, five kids. Like, yeah. kids. I mean, at least it's back so that we can talk about it again and just i mean this is history it's american history it's going down in the books yep unfortunately donald trump's going to be in the books as one of the presidents and so i need you to put the rest of his shit on there because this week they um actually this week there was a hearing with the man who was the key witness in the nixon case you know nixon did watergate where he was i don't know what the fuck he did in watergate but basically he was just trying to take some money and basically he found six parallels to the nixon case as he found to um the Mueller report the one that uh, Bob Mueller did for Donald Trump, he found six parallels. He's like, this happened with Nixon. This happened with Nixon. The, the exact same thing. So all these Republicans, you know, that were sitting up there in Congress trying to say, well, you're just coming after him. And he's like, no, I was, he said, first of all, you weren't the one, the, this main man who's probably like 30 something. who kept screaming. He was a Republican. He was like, you weren't even born. Like the whole, the whole <laughs> room was laughing. He was like, you weren't even born when Nixon did all this. I was there. So you would think that I would know I was the key witness. I am the reason why Nixon got, um, what's the word impeached. He was like, of course, I, this is what I've done my whole life. So the fact that I'm trying to sit here and tell y'all that y'all's president is corrupt and y'all still not believing me, like, come on now. Like, it's not even about not believing no more. It's just a cover up. Yeah, it's, it's whoever side you want, honestly. It's us versus them. And, and I like how she named the show When They See Us because when they see us, she said it could be a question, it could be the rest of a phrase. When they see us, what? Yeah. When they see us, they see a wolf pack. When they yeah. see us, they don't see children. They see monsters, you know. It oh gosh. I mean, DL Hughley said this was the most beautiful and heartbreaking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was Ava did her job. Like she She always do. Look, she, she always do. Like the shot at the end of showing like the real people. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked that she did is like she showed like a tat where they if they had a tattoo, mm-hmm. she showed the tattoo first and then showed their face. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like just part of them yeah mm-hmm. so i'm sure they all well, for the ones who did get tattoos i'm sure they got them for reasons i think it's Corey's the one who had the cross right here right the big cross on his arm i think that's the one i remember yeah the then most. two of them have like their name on their shoulder mm-hmm. or wherever had a tattoo of their name okay um another thing i wanted to mention was the soundtrack um that went along with the film starting with um what's that song not fuck the police um, oh, Fight the Power by uh, Flavor Flav. And I forgot yeah. the other rapper's name, but it was 1989. I said 1989. And, you know, they're young, and that's what's, you know, happening at this time. And so that was one of the songs. 
Oh, Chuck D. Public. Okay, Public Enemy. Yeah, that's okay. right. Because I forgot they had they their logo was a um what's it called? It was like a man in the middle and like what's the little thing called a, a bullseye? Not a bullseye, but where you're like aiming at somebody target. a target. Yeah. And there's a man in the middle, and that's what their logo is for Public Enemy, which stood for, you know, black men being targeted in, you know, society. And so that was like the opening song and just all the rest of the songs. It was just so beautiful. And even yeah. just when, you know, Corey was in prison cleaning up and he was dancing to SWV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in there dancing. And um, when when Raymond was selling drugs, they had Jay-Z, you know, playing yeah, in the background. Yeah, they had Jay-Z playing in the background. I thought that was really good because, you know, I, I Jay-Z like used to sell too. drugs. Um, so that was... Oh, that music, was really the good. The music definitely is what makes it. And then, like you said, the the Frank Ocean the Frank song. Ocean song playing at the end when they was like playing the facts and mm-hmm. like that was like when they do stuff like this. I know that they always play facts at the end. Oh yeah. And I knew this was coming. Oh. I was like, I know is the last ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, I know the last ten minutes of last episode was gonna fuck me up, and it did. So mm-hmm. it was really sad. Uh, oh, yeah. Then they played another song. I, I downloaded, but I don't know when they played. I'm about to play it because I don't know. Is that um? Oh my god! Is that most deaf? When did they play this song? I'm not sure. I didn't even know he was on the soundtrack. I haven't looked at the soundtrack. That's just I, I only knew this. the Ash, songs. I Ashazam the song, so yeah. like Shazam like to add shit to your. Apple I wonder music. what was the song they played when Corey was uh, envisioning that he was at Coney Island with his girlfriend. I do not remember like what scene. song I like that was. I really like that scene too because mm-hmm. it was like the pri- it was like his prison cell and he just walked out and they, they went to Coney it's Island. Like he was so much in his imagination. That's yeah. the only place he could really go. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that soundtrack, of course, was so amazing, along with the cinematography, along with the acting. I mean, every piece of it. Ava and whoever else. I'm sure a lot of the 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 CP5 or the exonerated CP5. Um, contributed a lot too because I heard Corey was there all the time like he was in on everything and he, he I mean was he was one that was in prison the longest 14 yeah, years and his I story just story was just I don't even want to say it, was, it wasn't the most important but it was just the most heartbreaking yeah, from the very beginning from the very beginning to the end well, I mean, if there's nothing else, uh, it was a great film. I think um, someone had added her and told her to do the Black Wall Street uh, in Oklahoma. Black Wall Street got burned down in the 1920s. That was like the most successful black no. neighborhood. Um, it was somewhere, I think it was in Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma had one of the most successful like black um, places for black businesses. Community. And yes, a black community. And. Um, they burnt it down. White folks burnt it. The entire neighborhood in flames burnt it down. And they were like, you should do that story because a lot of people have only heard about it kind of on Twitter or a little bit, but it's not in history books, you know? And this she said, my first time hearing about it. Oh really? Yeah. I think, um, Octavia Spencer, who was in ma, she's the one that's, um, producing yeah, that cause, film. Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. I saw that tweet. Too. I saw that tweet. Cause, uh, she was like, um, Octavia's doing something about it, Oof. like writing or directing or whatever oh, yeah. about it. So, yeah, I know she's Y'all can't run no more. We're going to start telling all these stories. Let's go. Let's do it. I want all these stories to be told. Did, did you see Ma? I did see Ma. Yeah, I saw it too. Yeah, it was actually really I liked it. It was yeah. really good. Oh, I guess we, I asked you about that last time, I guess. I must have well, forgot. you guys saw it. I didn't see it. Oh, at, the, oh, at that yeah. time? Yeah. yeah. It was cool, even though you never really see a black woman in those types of roles. So I thought it was good yeah. for her, even though it's kind of like scary. They might think that we're like, you see a middle-aged white woman that buys some white kids some beer, you might think she's crazy, but and that's the sad part about like what media can do. It can really change your perception on someone even if you don't know them. Yep. Or know anything about their race or know anything about, 
they're people. It makes you see them in a certain light just because of what media shows us. That's called prejudice. Yeah, prejudice media is what it really is called. Um, well, if there's nothing else, I just want to thank all our listeners for listening. Hopefully you watch when they see us. You should. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. Um, the The entire thing is just a work of art. It's sad because um, it, it, it's reality. It actually happened. It's not fiction. Um, but follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Kaiko Videos. Remember to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and rate us and everything. Remember to support black businesses. And if you don't recycle, you're trash, obviously. All right, thanks. Bye.